G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. There is a conference that's coming up at the end of June dealing with the idea that we are in the last days or these might be called the end times prophesied in the Bible. And while some might argue over the details of the last days, one thing is sure – that almost all Christians agree on, and that is that Jesus Christ will return just as he said he would when he ascended to heaven. Let's talk about a conference that's coming up at the end of June. Pastor Josh Pello is the founder of the Future Hope 18 conference that's coming up in Brisbane at the end of June 28th to the 30th. Pastor Josh Pello, welcome along to 2020. Thanks, Neil. It is an absolute privilege to be here. Josh, the second coming, this is part of the good news, isn't it? It's not something that's a tack-on to the way people think about what they believe about the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't say it better than my, better myself. I, I think it is the gospel, and uh, I think you cannot separate it from the Calvary narrative. Uh, it, it, the Calvary narrative and everything that we celebrate at Easter time uh, really only makes complete sense with the with the second return, the second coming, uh, of Jesus, where he fully establishes uh, his kingdom here on earth, uh, as prophesied in both Old Testament and the New Testament. And uh, really, it is the completion of the gospel uh, where we are going to live under the complete rule and peace and prosperity and, and absolute uh, joy of, of the kingdom of God. So we've got the sinless Savior who dies on the cross, who rises on the third day and ascends into heaven with the promise that he is returning again. Some people like to leave off that part because it's controversial and they're somehow rather thinking that, oh, that's a bit too complicated or there are different opinions, so maybe I shouldn't worry about that. It's a little bit undertaught, do you think, in a lot of churches? Oh, it's certainly undertaught. Uh, no doubt about that. And and I can, for the some part, understand why some pastors may want to leave it out of their maybe annual plan of, of Bible teaching or, or preaching schedule, uh, because it has in times uh, maybe got a little bit caught up in, in, in arguments over details as opposed to ce- the celebration of what actually unifies us right across the, right across the spectrum of Christianity, uh, and that is that we actually have the greatest news for the world. Uh, and that is that, you know, no matter what uh, is going to be happening in the geopolitical sphere, uh, what's happening in the environment, what's happening uh, in, in even the hearts of men, that, that really our future is held secure in the hope that our, that our king is returning to establish his kingdom in full, a kingdom that we still have an open invite into. Anyone can come along. Anyone is invited into. It's all been paid for by Jesus at Calvary. Uh, and the church has been given such an amazing invitation uh, to give. And it's an invitation of peace and hope, uh, an invitation of joy, uh, because even you talk about Christmas, you know, the, the invitation is still and, and the heart of God is still peace on earth and goodwill to all men. And when we talk about Jesus' return, sometimes people are more caught up in the details of what's going wrong on earth right now. And that might be a sign of the end times. But, of course, it points to the fact that Jesus is returning. 
And people get confused about the end times and there are those who are trying to make sense of it by making timelines and the way they describe things. You've got a couple of speakers that are coming from the United States and they'll be speaking at your conference at the end of the month. Bill Salas and Pastor Billy Crone, they're from the USA. Do they take a particular angle or are they able to expound on a whole lot of different issues that are going on in the world that point to these being the last days? I mean, every every prophecy teacher will have their own, you know, personal persuasion on how they interpret scripture. Uh, we we do focus more on what we agree on uh, at the Future Hope Conference. However, uh, we also do hold to a uh, a pre-tribulation position, um, and, and so the, these guys will hold to that position. But it, it's not about you know necessarily narrowing people into that perspective, but to actually just focus on the fact that we have a future hope in Jesus, and that we shouldn't be ignoring. Uh, the times that we live in. It, it, I, in my personal persuasion, that is, we are uh, in the last days. Uh, now, technically speaking, the last days happened or started at the great outpouring of Holy Spirit at the day of Pentecost. Uh, but to be even more specific, I, I think we're probably in the end season or the end times of those last days. And uh, and I think the signs are around us. Uh, it, it can be very evident in, in many things that are happening even nightly on our news these days. I mean, just recently, um, the world... Uh, in the form of uh, the USA, has now recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Uh, this was, you know, even go back a, a few years ago and certainly go back to last century. This just would have been absolute, uh, you know, such a preposterous thought that uh, Israel uh, would be home to the Jews and that uh, Jerusalem would be the capital uh, of Israel. Uh, but yet we are living in exactly the times that the Bible depicted more than 1,500 years ago. Um, through not just one or two random prophets, but in a consistent motif that uh, we find right through Old and New Testament. Very, very interesting that when people get confused about what might be happening in the last days, there's a tendency to forget that Jesus was asked this question directly. And when we go to Matthew chapter 24, it was the disciples who said, what are the signs that we should be looking for? that show us that we're in the last days. And they went through a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, and I'd encourage listeners to go to Matthew 24 and look at what Jesus said would those signs be. But this is something that we don't have to just speculate about and look at events that are happening in the world. We can see what Jesus said about the last days. Yeah, 100%. That, uh, it, it sometimes catches Christians by surprise. Uh, because uh, when the disciples asked Jesus, uh, what, what does the end of time look like? Uh, and what will be the sign of your coming? Jesus' response wasn't what is often taught from pulpits today. Don't worry about that. You don't need to focus on that. That's irrelevant. Just focus on, you know, being the church today. It's not practical. That, that none of those were Jesus' response. Matter of fact, Jesus ended up giving uh, his second, what is that, his longest answer to any question he was ever asked, the second longest sermon that he ever preached was specifically about the signs of the times and the second coming of the Son of Man. And uh, he, his main point at the crux of all of the ends of signs that he talked about, he said, watch therefore, because when you see all these signs, uh, you know that the Son of Man is at the door. Uh, so I, I believe we, the onus is upon us as an instruction from Jesus himself to watch. And some of those signs, uh, let me just put a few of those out there. Uh, the gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the earth. Uh, there would be things like uh, food shortages, earthquakes and pestilences. 
Uh, and some people might argue about those and whether, you know, the next big natural disaster that happens, is that a sign of the end times? Well, Jesus said, look out for these things. He also said that people would be a particular way in the last days. Lovers of themselves, lovers of money, disobedient to parents, disloyal, having no natural affection, without self-control, fierce, lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God, having an appearance of godliness but proving false to its power. That that sounds to a lot of people like they know some people just like that. (laughs) Maybe they see themselves in there as well. So when we look at Matthew 24, this is really in one way, a significant uncovering of a reason why we ought to be interested in a teaching about the last days. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of Christians like to hide behind the idea that, you know, Jesus said no man knows the day or the hour. And that's certainly true. But the the solution to that statement wasn't, you know, don't worry about the signs when you see them. Like I said before, the actual conclusion to those statements was watch therefore. Uh, and when we see those signs, uh, you know, I think if we read Matthew 24 and, and certainly, you know, Matthew 25 for that matter as well, and, and some of the other signs that we see that Paul talk about, and certainly the Old Testament prophets like Isaiah, Ezekiel, Zechariah, and the list goes on, uh, I think we uh, we have a pretty good snapshot of the world in which we live in today. Uh, I think to deny that would, on, on the one hand, and probably in its most generous light, uh, probably include a bit of biblical naivety. Um, but uh, the worst case scenario, I think it's probably just almost a, a bit of biblical ignorance if we were to not understand that really the world in which we live in today very much looks like the world that Jesus described. Josh, you've got your two speakers coming from the United States, Bill Salas and Pastor Billy Crone. They're coming with particular gifts, particular areas of focus. What can you tell us about the sorts of things they'll be sharing? Yeah, I mean, these guys are absolute world-class. Uh, these guys are at the top of their game in biblical prophecy and are well-sought-after speakers, and we're absolutely thrilled to be hosting them in Australia. Uh, Bill, Bill Salas is a, an award-winning, best-selling author. Uh, he's written many books on Bible prophecy. His particular special, speciality is in, uh, is in Mideast prophecies. Uh, so he'll be speaking on the relationship between Iran and Israel at the moment, which is almost nightly on our news. Uh, he also uh, has a, um, a fascinating insight into Psalm 83. Uh, some people you know, suggest that Psalm 83 is a prayer of lament uh, meant to represent uh, many of the wars that Israel has gone through. Uh, Bill puts forward a, a, a theory um, or a, an interpretation that actually says that Psalm 83 is a war in Israel's future. Um, and will actually be the, uh, the the catalyst to setting up the Gog and Magog war that we see in Ezekiel 38. Uh, so he'll be speaking on on uh, on the chessboard, if you will, of the Mideast nations that are surrounding Israel at the moment in the lead up to Psalm 83 and potentially the Gog and Magog war as well. And Pastor Billy Crone, he has a real capacity to be able to talk about some of the modern developments like uh, things to do with uh, artificial intelligence. He is. Uh, pastor Billy Crone is a, is a local church pastor himself. Uh, however, he he produces a lot of uh, documentaries, and uh, and he's got a, a couple of fascinating documentaries uh, that he has produced himself. One one of which is about artificial intelligence and drone technology. Uh, I tell you what, when you watch that DVD, you uh, you really have your eyes open to a lot of uh, a lot of the information and the research that he's done. He's got a great gift for research. Um, however, he's also done a great 
uh, amount of work in the area of the rapture, uh, investigating all different views on that, whether it's pre, uh, mid, post, pre-wrath. There's a whole bunch of different uh, array of beliefs on that. And uh, Pastor Billy has done an an extensive amount of research and and compiled it all in a documentary. He'll be talking on several of those those topics at the Future Hope Conference. Uh, He also... Coincidentally, he's a very interesting guy because he, he actually has a, a background in the occult. He was saved uh, to Christianity um, from the occult. He was heavily involved in a lot of uh, spirit realm in, in that side of the of the darker side, and uh, he was radically saved. Great testimony. He just has such a passion and a love for Jesus now because uh, he, you know Jesus really saved him from quite a dark place. And for people who might be thinking about going along to a conference that's all about the end times, is it the case, Josh, that when someone goes to a conference about last days, there's going to be some time taken to discuss what people should do because just filling our heads with some knowledge might leave us short of what we ought to do. I imagine that there'll be a, a segment or two in the conference that will will give opportunity for people to either ask questions or that there'll be those sorts of things dealt with. What does this all mean and then what ought we do? Absolutely. That's probably my passion and my personal persuasion when it comes to prophecy is to debunk the theory that prophecy is not practical. Uh, The fact is that one in every 25 verses in the New Testament is concerned about the return of Jesus. Uh, For every prophecy of his first coming, there's actually eight prophecies of his second coming. I have a personal passion and persuasion that the Bible, Holy Spirit, would not dedicate so much divine scripture uh, to this topic if it wasn't of practical use to the modern-day believer. Uh, and so as a local pastor myself, uh, I love to feed this into believers' lives uh, to give them some practical application of what that looks like in their modern-day world. Well, the conference is coming up at the end of June. On the 28th through the 30th, it'll be in Brisbane. So for listeners in southeast Queensland, northern New South Wales, or those who are thinking of making a trip to Queensland, you might be thinking of coinciding your visit to go with those dates, June 28th through the 30th. It's called Future Hope 18. And yes, there is a website where you can get some more details and you can book your place to be there. It's futurehopeconference.com. Futurehopeconference.com. Pastor Josh Pellow, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.